Old radio, old radio, old radio, old radio, old radio. Comedy Podcast. Welcome to episode 17 of season 4 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. Harry McNaughton starred in the title role in the situation comedy It's Higgins, Sir, which ran in 1951 as a summer replacement for The Bob Hope Show. It wasn't picked up at the end of the summer, however, and only 13 episodes were produced, all of which survive to this day. The show featured an American family that inherited a silver tea set from their British relative, as well as his butler, Higgins. Vinton Hayworth, Peggy Allenby, Charles Neville, Pat Hosley, and Denise Alexander co-starred. Despite having such a short run, this is a hilarious show, and I really wish more episodes had been produced. Now sit back and enjoy the September 11th, 1951 broadcast of It's Higgins, Sir. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's no mister. It's just Higgins, sir. <laughs> National Broadcasting Company presents a new comedy series, It's Higgins, Sir, created and transcribed by Paul Harrison and starring Harry McNaughton as Higgins. It's almost dinner time at the Roberts house. Higgins, the butler, is out in the kitchen surrounded by the delicious smells of roast beef, Baked potatoes, gravy, green peas, and fresh apple pie. Mrs. Roberts is still at the monthly meeting of the women's club. And the rest of the family? Well, let's see what happens as the tantalizing aroma of roast beef permeates the house. The dinner certainly smells good. Yeah, we smell the roast beef up in our room. We're so hungry, we can't stand it. When do we eat? As soon as Mrs. Roberts arrives. Uh... Oh, those darn women's clubs. Yeah. They never get their meetings over on time. Say, uh, Higgins, there's a piece of crust falling off the pie. Uh, could I... Uh, I mean, would it be all right if uh, I... No, uh... no, no, Master Thomas. You know I have an ironclad rule about nibbling. Well, gee whiz. Yeah, that piece is falling off, isn't it, uh... Say, Higgins, what's that out there in the backyard? In the backyard, sir, where? 
All I see here in the window is the reflection of you reaching for the piece of pie crust. I'm so hungry, I'm losing my mind. Sorry to frustrate you, sir, but it would be interesting, wouldn't it, sir? What would be interesting? If you got so frustrated, you had to go to a psychiatrist and be treated for apple pies. <laughs> hello? Oh, hello, Liz. Uh, hurry up and get your coat off, dear. We're all starving. Philip, there's someone with me I'd like you to meet. Oh, oh, oh sorry, Elizabeth. Phil, this is Mr. St. Regis. Bobby? This is my husband. Well, well, Roberts, I've been anxious to meet you for a long time. A long, long time. <laughs> I've always... I've always been interested in meeting the man who took Betty away from me. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby? Betty, are we expecting some more guests? Oh, Betty, that is Elizabeth and I went together before she met you. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Yes, I see. You and my wife used to go together. You're an old... an old... friend. That's right, Roberts, and I've always called her Betty. You know she used to get furious if I tried to call her Liz. She always hated that name. Is that right, dear? Well... You never told me you hated to be called Liz, Liz. I mean, Betty. I mean, Elizabeth. Uh, dear. Dinner is served, madam. Oh, well, Higgins, this is Mr. St. Regis. He's staying for dinner. Uh, yes, madam. Don't forget to set another plate. I'll do it immediately, madam. Where would you like the place set? Next to you? I think between Tommy and Debbie would be nice. Very well, sir. Between Master Thomas and Miss Deborah, it may not be ideal, but it will be exciting. Excuse me. Tommy and Debbie. And you told me about Nancy. Do you mean to say you actually have three children, Betty? Mm -hmm. Why, I can't believe it. It just seems impossible. It's been 18 years, Bobby. Nancy's 17. Imagine that, 18 years. Why, it seems only like yesterday. Not when you had three children. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, Mom, am I ever hungry? <laughs> Nancy, this is Mr. St. Regis. He's a very old friend of mine. Oh. How do you do? Nancy. Hello. Why, Betty, she's beautiful. Simply beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Gosh. Hey, what's the matter with you, Nancy? How come you're standing there with your mouth wide open? Tommy, this is Mr. St. Regis. Oh, company, huh? Hiya, Mr. St. Regis. How do you do, young man? Young man? Boy. Let me help you with your chair, Nancy. My chair? Is something wrong with my chair? He wants to help you sit down, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, gee. <laughs> he does? Hi, everybody. Boy, I'm so hungry I can eat a horse. Debbie, this is Mr. St. Regis. Hello. Good evening, Debbie. Boy, Mom, is he ever good looking? Debbie, please, don't be rude. You might hurt people's feelings. Oh, she didn't hurt my feelings. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, she hurt mine. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. All three of the children look exactly like Betty. Betty? Who's Betty? Uh, children. Now, pay attention to Daddy, please. 
Your mother and Mr. St. Regis are old friends. He's always called her Betty. And Mr. St. Regis, what did your nickname used to be? Dimples by any chance? <laughs> oh, I get it. He's an old boyfriend of Mom's. <laughs> Debbie. Hey, are you ready for me to serve, madam? Please, Higgins. How did the roast beef turn out? Oh, I... Roast beef? You're all eating roast beef? Betty, how shocking. Shocking? You mean Betty or the roast beef? <laughs> oh, dear. I forgot about your diet, Bobby. You see, Mr. St. Regis lectures on health food and diet. Well, there's no health food like roast beef. A slice of roast beef, Mr. Oh, St. Regis? I, I never eat meat. Then how do you get it, sir? By injection? <laughs> you see, Mr. St. Regis is a vegetarian. Yes, I, I follow the advice I give people in my lectures. Pass the roast beef. Higgins, <laughs> Higgins, uh, do you happen to have any nuts in the kitchen? Nuts, sir? Nuts? Yes, uh, nuts are an excellent food. I eat them instead of meat. No nuts in the house, sir. But we have a squirrel living in a tree in the backyard. <laughs> I, uh, I might possibly steal some acorns from him. <laughs> well, uh, do, you have, do you have any kelp? I beg pardon, sir? Did you, did you call for help? <clears throat> no, no, no. I, I said, do you have any kelp? Uh, seaweed, you know. Holy mackerel. <laughs> seaweed, sir? Seaweed? No, sir. Oh, seaweed's very good. It has an enormous vitamin content. No seaweed, sir, but perhaps Master Thomas can help you. He mowed the lawn today. <laughs> no, 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 no grass. Although there are vegetarians who rate grass very high for vitamins and minerals. Cows recommend it. <laughs> I know my eating habits may seem strange, but believe me, they work. Higgins, uh, how about yogurt? My what, sir? <laughs> oh, yogurt. Yogurt. Yogurt? Oh, of course, the Yankee catcher. Gotcha. <laughs> is, is he a vegetarian? Uh, no, 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 Higgins. Yogurt's a fine food made from fermented milk. Pass the roast beef. <laughs> Fermented milk, sir? Or oh, now, really, isn't that carrying things a bit too far? I'm sure Mr. St. Regis will do very well with the baked potato and the green peas. Now, let's all eat dinner. Uh, I'm terribly sorry. I, I shouldn't have discussed diets. It's rude of me. Uh, I'll have some potatoes and peas, please. Pass the roast beef. <laughs> I've been a vegetarian for many years. I'm in perfect condition, and I, I feel my diet's completely responsible. And your hair is so wavy and black. Pass the roast beef. Hot gravy, anyone? Actually, Mr. St. Regis hasn't changed a bit since I knew him 18 years ago. He was just as slim then as he is now. My waistline has stayed the same and my stomach's as hard as a rock. Oh, Mr. St. Regis. Gee whiz, Pop, your stomach is as soft as a pillow. <laughs> It happens I like soft stomachs. I sleep on my stomach. Why sleep on rocks? Then you aren't worried about your waistline, Robert? Oh, I've gained a pound or two around the waist. You've gained 12 pounds just this summer, dear. Well, so what? Everybody gains weight in the summer. I... <laughs> I put on fat for a long, hard winter. That's a real danger sign, Phil. What is it? Gaining weight in the summer. Most people lose weight. 
I suggest a special diet for you. Uh, yogurt and blackstrap molasses, plenty of raw vegetables, and kelp. Uh, seaweed, in other words. Yogurt, blackstrap molasses, raw vegetables, and seaweed. <laughs> yes, and uh, I recommend nuts. You would. <laughs> Hot gravy, anyone? Uh, I, I don't want to rush you into this, Roberts, but I've seen men like you. They let themselves get out of hand physically, and the first thing you know... They're gone. Gone? Just like that? Excess weight, even a small amount, can be fatal. Oh, I say, how fascinating. If you're a little heavy like Mr. Roberts, you can actually go like that? Higgins, stop snapping your fingers. You had gravy on your hand, you snapped it right in my eye. Oh. <laughs> Now, Phil, here's the diet list Bobby prepared for now, you. Now, look, Liz. So I'm a couple of pounds overweight. So what? But, dear, look at Bobby. Those hard muscles and that thick, black, wavy hair. You could be like that. Don't you agree, Higgins? Oh, your logic is devastating, madam. But I'm happy. I have a good appetite. I enjoy my food. I sleep well. Why tamper with nature? Listen to some of these dishes in the diet, Phil. This one, for instance. Wheat germ blintzes. They sound delicious. Wheat germ blintzes? I say, is that a food or a new secret weapon? <laughs> and listen to this, Philip. A recipe for seaweed souffle. Seaweed souffle. Now, that sounds delightful. Imagine how it would taste smothered with hot, melted catfish fat. <laughs> well, for goodness sake, there's actually seaweed tea here on the list. Tea made from seaweed? Seaweed tea? I imagine it would be very healthy. Oh, madam, please keep the news away from England. Why? Because if the English heard the horrible news, someone on the tight little island would pull out the plug and let it sink. <laughs> dreamy. Just dreamy. What a physique. How handsome. Oh, and his thick, dark, wavy hair. Just ever strong. Debbie and me were jumping off the table and landing right on his stomach. Yeah. All I did was bounce off. You bounced, Debbie? My word, don't tell me Mr. St. Regis eats rubber plants, too. <laughs> Boy, Pop, he's really strong. Well, well, here you all are out in the kitchen. Ah, what a picture this family makes. Lovely, lovely Betty. Beautiful Nancy. Oh, what a perfect figure you have, Nancy. I do? Tommy and Debbie, both strong, pink-cheeked, perfectly healthy. And there you are, Roberts. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yes, well, I'd, uh... I've got to admit I should go on a diet, but, but only because my family needs me. I can't afford to go like that. Ah, you're making a smart move, Roberts. You'll thank me before you're through. I'll answer that, sir. Oh, that must be the roses I ordered. Roses, sir? Your breakfast? No, no, no. I... <laughs> no, I ordered a dozen roses for Betty. And, Roberts, I realize now what a fool I was for letting you steal her away from me. Roses? You bought roses for my wife? Oh, Bobby. Oh, mother. Oh, brother. Oh, yogurt. <laughs>
Here's your hat, Mr. Roberts. Thank you, Higgins. Goodbye, dear. And have a good day at the office. Uh, goodbye, Phil. Betty and I are going to have a lot of fun today. We are going to visit all the places where we used to go, uh, before, uh... Before? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, before. Well, remember, it's after now. <laughs> I'll attend to your special diet dinner, sir. Thank you, Higgins. Pleasure. Well, goodbye, everybody. I... I have to go to work, but... You all, well, enjoy yourself and have lots of fun, everybody. Goodbye. You hurry and get ready, Betty. We're going to get out and have a real big day. All right, I'll hurry. Oh, this is so exciting. I'm getting a big kick out of this, Higgins. Yes, sir. I can see you are, sir. Do you know what I'm going to do? What, sir? I I'm going to take Mrs. Roberts right downtown to a bar. A bar, sir? Mrs. Roberts in the daytime, oh, sir? Oh, don't be silly. I mean a milk bar, of course. I'm going to buy each one of us a great big glass of goat's milk. Goat's milk? I say, how romantic can one get? <laughs> I'm going right upstairs. I'm going right upstairs and comb my hair, Higgins. Tell Mrs. Roberts I'll be right down. Yes, sir. Higgins? Yes, Miss Nancy? Higgins? Oh, Higgins. Well, what is it, Miss Nancy? Higgins, I'm in love. Beautifully, wonderfully, happily in love. Love? I'm in love with the only man in the world. Your boyfriend, Pudgy, the only man in the world? I must say he's the only one I know with porcupine hair, fish eyes, and a mouth that hangs open all the time. Pudgy? Who's Pudgy? Who's Pudgy? Well, if you've forgotten him, I'm willing to forget him, too. Higgins, he has such wonderful, shining, black, wavy hair. Really? Every time I see him, I want to run my hands through his hair and stroke it and pet it. Are you in love with a man or a sheepdog? <laughs> He's a man with broad shoulders and a slim waist and a flat stomach. I never realized a young woman in love was so anatomical. <laughs> Higgins, can't you tell? I'm in love with Bobby St. Regis. Mr. St. Regis, you're in love with him, but Miss Nancy, you can't do that. Why, he's old enough to be your father. And from all I can tell, he almost was your father. <laughs> uh, you don't think you'll consider me a mere child, do you, Higgins? I'm a woman. Don't you think you know I'm a woman, Higgins? Oh, yes, Miss Nancy, yes. I think he's, uh, he's noticed the clues. <laughs> Do you think Mother is more attractive than I am? What? Besides, she isn't really interested. She's already married and has a husband. That makes it an ideal setup for you children, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I don't care what happens. There's a little voice way down deep inside of me that says, Bobby is the man for me. Yeah. I hear that little voice all the time. Little voice deep inside of you. Are you sure, Miss Nancy, it isn't indigestion? <laughs> Good afternoon, Mrs. Roberts. Good afternoon. And Mr. St. Regis, good afternoon, sir. Put these flowers in a vase, will you, Higgins? More flowers, madam? Oh, I say, I'm beginning to feel like a bridesmaid. Oh, Higgins, old chap, I just can't help myself. When I see Betty, I, I just feel like buying flowers. Uh, excuse me, I, I think I'll go upstairs and comb my hair. My word, you do keep that comb hot, sir. 
I, I like to be well-groomed at all times. Uh, excuse me, please. Oh, Higgins, what an exciting day this has been for me. Well, I've had a rather interesting day myself, madam. Did Mr. Roberts call? Eighteen times, madam. Eighteen times? It's a snap judgment, of course, madam, but I would say he was jealous. Philip, jealous? Oh, Higgins. Madam, there are two things that make a man impossible to live with. One is being jealous, and the other is dieting. And Mr. Roberts is doing both. <laughs> well, if Phil is jealous, I'd better do something about yes. it. Yes. Why, the poor dear. The poor, poor dear. I'll take care of it. Don't you worry, Higgins. Don't worry. Mrs. Roberts says not to worry. Ah, the cool, calm dignity of women. I rather imagine that when Noor told his wife it was going to rain for 40 days and 40 nights, she said, don't worry, dear, we have an umbrella. <laughs> good evening, Mr. Roberts. Uh, good evening, sir. What's good about it? Yes, sir, yes, yes. Well, I must tend to dinner, sir. I, I have a surprise for you, sir. What is it? French fried Brazil nuts. <laughs> you didn't have to tell me. I just wanted to put an edge on your appetite, sir. Yes, well, my edge just wilted. Higgins. Yes, sir? Do you think Mrs. Roberts is interested in this St. Regis guy? Are you being jealous, sir? I'm not a bit jealous about it, but... Confidentially, I think Mrs. Roberts is a... Well, a little sorry she married me since she's seen him again. But you're on a diet now, sir. In no time at all, you'll be in as good a shape as he is. A diet isn't going to give me a head of hair like his. <laughs> May I suggest, sir, that you talk to Mrs. Roberts? I think this whole idea is in your mind, Higgins, sir. I told you I'm not being jealous. But if I'm right about this, I know what Mrs. Roberts will do next. She'll be extra nice to me to keep me from being suspicious. Yes. Well, I'll go and see to the dinner, sir. Hello, dear. Good evening, Elizabeth. Come here, dear. I want to give you a kiss. <laughs> oh, not like that. Come here. Elizabeth. Well, I've been neglecting you, dear, and I'm very sorry. Look, I have your slippers ready and your smoking jacket, and here's your pipe and the evening paper. Hey, Elizabeth. Hmm? Have you uh, been doing anything you'd like to tell me about? Oh, no, dear. Bobby and I had a nice time at the zoo, that's all. The zoo? Elizabeth, tell me, did he take you to the, to the monkey house? Why, yes, dear, he did. We did go through it. Elizabeth, how could you? That's where we used to go before we were married. You said the monkey house would always be sacred to us. You know, Irish, sir. Well, it's about time I'm starved. I'm not so sure this dinner will change that, sir. Well, good evening, Phil. What have we got for dinner, Higgins? Well, what's that stuff? It looks like a plate full of old rubber bands. <laughs> That's spinach spaghetti, Tommy. Boy, somebody sure hates kids. Oh, you'll love it, kids. Believe me. And here, here's the meatloaf. Meatloaf, yes. Here you are, Mr. Roberts. Oh, boy. Meatloaf. I'm starving. Seaweed meatloaf? Rather, seaweed meatloaf. 
I got the recipe from the barrel of seaweed Mr. St. Regis had sent over. But that color. Oh, I say, sir, isn't it lovely? Green on top and purple on the bottom. <laughs> it's just bursting with vitamins and minerals. Gosh, we're supposed to eat that. Hey, I think it's moving. Holy mackerel. <laughs> Are you sure it's dead? Children, please, I'm sure it's delicious. Now pass your plate, Phil. No, thanks. I'm not hungry. But just a minute ago, you said you were starving. Anybody can make a mistake. I think I understand how this diet of health food makes you lose weight. <laughs> yes, but who can eat it? Higgins. Yes, sir. Higgins, what am I going to do about that guy? Well, sir, how about some arsenic in his yogurt? That's a good idea, but it's impractical. I understand, sir, Mr. St. Regis is very fond of hunting. Look, Higgins, all I want from that guy is for him to go away. He's ruining my life. Fond of hunting, is he? Well, yes. I wish he'd stop poaching at my house. Why, uh, why don't you take him hunting tomorrow, sir? Me? Take yes. him hunting? <laughs> no, thanks. I might be tempted to shoot him. Mr. Roberts, sir, from what I've read in the papers, hunters get lost. Very frequently. Sure, they get lost running around in the woods. <laughs> Higgins, I'm beginning to think you're a positive genius. Oh, I wouldn't say that, sir. But I'm glad you said it. Get lost. That's just what I'd like him to do. And I will take him hunting tomorrow. Your guns are over there on the wall of the den, sir. I rather imagine they need to be cleaned. Yes, yes, I think they do. I'll get to work on them right now. I'll tell Mr. St. Regis you'd like to see him about the hunting trip right away, sir. Thank you, Higgins. Oh, boy, I can hardly wait until I tell him about the, the good, clean fun we'll have tomorrow. <laughs> oh, Mr. St. Regis, Mr. St. Regis. Uh, you sound agitated. Anything wrong, Higgins? Uh, no, sir, no. Mr. St. Regis, I, I've come... I've come to warn you, sir. Warn me? About what? Well, it's Mr. Roberts, sir. You see, he has a terrible temper. He's insanely jealous of your attentions to Mrs. Roberts. Oh, that's absurd. He's an adult. He's nothing to be jealous of. I wouldn't be surprised if he forced you to have a duel with him. A duel, Higgins? Oh, Higgins, this is 1951. He wants to see you, sir, in the den. He in the... in the den? Yes, sir. Right over there, sir. That way. That you, St. Regis? Yes, I... I, uh... Hey, Higgins said you wanted to see me. Yeah. Yes, come on in. Did he tell you what I had in mind for us in the morning? Yes. Yes, he did. I'm cleaning the guns now. So I see. You're really serious about this, aren't you? Certainly. Why shouldn't I be serious about it? I like it. I do it three or four times a year. Well, how, how, what would the police say if they knew what you had in mind? They wouldn't say anything. I have a license. Uh, a license? Listen, St. Regis. What I go out and shoot will never be missed. So, here you are. Catch. There's your gun. Oh, my gun, my... I thought a man usually had a choice of weapons. Okay. Take the other gun. I can shoot with either one. Oh, now, don't tell me you want to go out with bows and arrows. 
Oh, no, sir. A gun's the thing. I just swing my gun up to my shoulder like this. Take careful aim. And bang! All I do after that is throw the carcass over the fender of my car and drive away. You, you, you shoot to kill? Sure, the bullet's straight through the heart. Yes, yes. Well, uh, excuse me. Where are you going? Uh, upstairs to comb my hair. Hey, Regis, hey. Hey, Higgins, come here. Yes, Did sir. you see where he went? Upstairs like a shot, sir. Why did Mr. St. Regis run upstairs like that? What's going on? Hey, we just saw Mr. St. Regis running like 60 to his room. Yeah, he looks scared. Hey, what's wrong, Higgins? I wouldn't have the remotest idea. But say, here he comes. There he goes. He's gone. <laughs> well, what do you know about that? He didn't even say goodbye to me. Higgins, what happened? Uh, I, I really don't know, madam, but his suitcase was half open, and uh, this fell out. <gasps> Gosh, what's that thing? Hey, it looks like a cat. It looks like a dead cat. It looks like a bird's nest. This is a toupee. <laughs> a toupee? You mean that gorgeous black wavy hair he had who was nothing but a falsy? Could he try to fool us like that? Oh. <laughs> then that lovely wavy hair wasn't his at all. No, he bought it. <laughs> yeah, he bought it. Would someone like to examine the evidence? Oh, I'm going up to my room. Nancy, darling, tell Mother what the matter is. Hey, Higgins, can Debbie and me have that toupee? Well, of course you can. Here you are, Master Thomas. Nice. Come on, Debbie. Oh, boy. Now we can play cowboys and Indians and really scalp each other. Higgins? Yes, sir? Higgins, what did you tell St. Regis? Me, sir? Yes, you. Well, sir, first I told him what a terrible temper you have. That's almost true. Go on. Then I told him you were insanely jealous. That's silly. I've never been jealous. Then I told him you had your guns out and were going to insist on having a duel with him. I was carried away, sir. <laughs> a duel? A duel, yes. Uh, me fight a duel with St. Regis? Oh, Higgins. Excuse me, sir. Uh, where, where are you going, Higgins? Out into the backyard, sir. We're going to celebrate. We're going to have a seaweed bonfire tonight. <laughs> This has been It's Higgins, Sir, a new comedy series starring Harry McNaughton with Vinton Hayworth and Vera Allen as Mr. and Mrs. Roberts. It's Higgins, Sir, was directed and transcribed by Paul Harrison and written by Paul Harrison and Rick Bullard. Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.